0: And it's just gonna be audio right we're not uh um there it's most i i, I post both there's a video version on my channel but then there's also okay. the, the just the audio on spotify so
1: okay so spotify i do have is... to uh i do have to watch what's going on here then
0: yeah i All get right. but spotify is definitely the thing that gets the most um attention so not not big okay so, Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Comedy of the Cast. I'm your host, Brandon Whipple. And to get to, fuck, I'm already off to a shitty start. Oh boy. Uh, today, I am here with a very special guest, my good friend Jonathan pelster Jonathan, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself?
0: Um, you know, it's got to do with midterms. It's 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 a it's a process.
1: Yeah, how dude, are... I feel you on that. Like literally, I've had a midterm for like the past two weeks that I've had to do. It's like open book so okay. we've just been slowly crawling along with it because it's like every question is like a paragraph that you have to answer about a book that no one read so the entire class is just trying to figure it out right now <laughs> it's uh it's it's the ultimate usc online experience i guess oh,
0: yeah this is i love paying for online classes
1: it's weird it's weird being a theater major and having to take the classes for smarter people sometimes oh my god yeah, know you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And like, Dude, there's,
0: got... there's people who are like, that's like their major. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so smart about it. You're just kind of like, oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, you know, what I what I always do is I just hope that I pair up with them in lab or something.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I mean, besides that, some of those labs, I literally, I I can't do. Like, I can do like the conceptual stuff. But whenever it comes down to like, math or graphs, mm-hmm. just it all goes out the window.
0: Have you seen the boys?
1: I have not. Uh, I think we did talk about that a few weeks ago. I think we were at a yeah. table read and uh, or not a table read. What was it? It was the uh it was the meeting that we that we all had the uh, the get together.
0: The Zoom teaser?
1: Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I knew there was a official term <laughs> for it besides yeah. get together or table read which we already <laughs> did over the summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you definitely you mentioned something about that. I'm definitely going to yeah. going to check that out probably right after psych. The,
0: Season two just ended the other week. And so usually, and I kind of learned this with season one because they do the, the weekly episodic releases and everything. And so usually that's what I prefer because back during the Marvel Netflix days, they'd release a, an entire show overnight. You have to binge that shit that night or else it's going to get spoiled for you. Mm-hmm. But the boys, and it hasn't wasn't at that level yet. And so I, it was easy to kind of take your time with it. And then I did plan on watching season two as they came out, but then I did COVID and school and everything. I just didn't have time.
1: Yeah. and so, It's strange how that happens, isn't it? I thought I'd have so much time now that classes are online, but it just yeah. seems to be more packed than anything else.
0: Yeah. And then, so when the finale came out, I just binged the whole season that night and it's, mm-hmm probably one of the best original shows out there right now
1: nice yeah i heard season two was a little bit more gory than season one that's the only thing i've heard about that show
0: and they definitely do some shit like oh you did a thing holy shit but i don't know it's a very good show and i like it a lot and thomas and like almost i guess he referred to it at hayden the hayden harvey show kind of like as the boys Mm -hmm. in college which i think is an interesting comparison um so i guess before we move forward um can you tell audiences a bit more about yourself
1: i would love to about myself or about my character
0: about you jonathan pelster oh darn i'm th- afraid i don't have
1: anything with that but uh <laughs> yeah so um let's see as an actor i started acting i believe when i was 10 it may have been earlier it may have been later but i'm pretty sure it was when i was 10 years old and i am um, I was very shy. I still am pretty shy, but uh you know, I was just I was in the 4th grade and I think I just got back from PE and I was the the way that our, our school worked is that the the um gym was right next to the to the auditorium. It, it wasn't it wasn't like combined, but we had our own uh we had our own theater and everything uh, right next to it. And I just saw that they had a casting call for that like a few days um in advance. And for some reason me and all my shyness just went home and I was like, you know what, I'm going to audition for this. Screw it. You know? Cause it's like, I guess it was just an experience that I hadn't had before. I mean, I was 10, so I haven't had many experiences, but that was one of them that I haven't had. Um, so I went home and I was like, mom, I don't know how to, I don't know how to act. (laughs) And she was like, Oh no, it's fine. Okay. Here's, here's the only thing that you have to do, Jonathan. This is the only thing you have to do to be a good actor You just have to stand on stage and yell your lines because 99% of the people who audition are gonna whisper and the director won't be able to know what's going on, won't be able to hear you. That's the only advice I was ever given is just to stand on stage and yell my lines. So that's what I did and then I got a part. So yeah, I guess it worked. I mean, you know, for an all school play, um, I guess they had to meet quotas, you know, for they had to have these mini elementary kids, elementary school kids. So, you know, if I was competing against all the el- other elementary school kids and all of them whispered and I was the only one that yelled, <laughs> I guess I would stand out. But uh, then, you know, I started actually taking classes and I realized there's a little bit more to it than that. Not much, but a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you do have to you have to project, not yell. That's, yeah. that's what I've been taught. Yeah. Projection. But uh, yeah, I've always I've always been good at that. Terrible at singing, though. Yeah. Projection. Mm. Good singing. Singing's a no no. So, hopefully, there's going to be no musical scores in Hayden Harvey.
0: Ah, now I have some news for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I have some news for you too. Spring semester online, most likely. So, no, I'm just oh, kidding. That, I, tell me about it. <laughs> actually, actually, it probably will be. And that's really sad. Oh, definitely. Um, but, but yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to working on this project because, yeah. you, you know, as long as there are no musicals or dancing, I, You know, there, there is one scene where I can imagine myself putting on a few moves, but, uh, besides that, uh, don't expect much. If you ever, if you ever, uh, do anything like that and expect that from me. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of, I'll
0: I'll scrap the musical episode.
1: (laughs) Good, good. You know, I, I know a lot of shows like to do little, like, not like spinoffs, but like, you know, special episodes Mm. where they, you know, do a little theme for that. So, uh, yeah, but, uh. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to the project. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's about me as an actor. Of course, there's there's other things, but you know, I like sushi. I don't know if that if that counts if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> if that fulfilled.
0: Uh... It's gonna be the title of this podcast. Jonathan yeah. likes sushi. That's it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're actually not talking about the show during this podcast. I'm just gonna nope. talk about the uh, the many restaurants in LA where you can uh, acquire sushi.
0: Yeah, The yep, and or yep. sashimi. Yep. The LA Sushi Podcast. Yeah. Or, re- or rebranding.
1: That would get that would get some listens. I feel yeah. like is that what they call it? It's not views if it's on if it's on Spotify. Listens,
0: are, I I don't know actually. This is only yeah. episode five. I haven't really learned too much yet. Um, what other like what other kind of like theater shows have you done in your duration as that's, an actor?
1: That's a great question. Uh, so now i have to remember (laughs) um all right so i think you know i really started getting into it when i was in middle school but of course no one cares about theater kids in middle school so uh, i'll jump to the important stuff uh my first performances that i think were revolutionary in how i viewed acting and or acting technique and everything was i spent a couple summers in high school um, at the theater school in USC, actually, uh, I did a couple of the high school theater programs, one of which was comedy and one of which was acting intensive. And of course, um, you know, in high school, I didn't grow up in like a big city or anything. So our theater program was was good. We had a lot of passion. But going to USC really opened my eyes, uh, you know, towards realism and and you know things like that because I feel like you know a lot a lot of times in high school, it's very theatrical, it's very representational. Um, but it really, it really made me, made me think differently about theater. And I think it really helped me. So we did two performances there. We did Midsummer Night's Dream and Our Town, uh, which was coincidentally the first play that I ever did was, was Our Town when I was 10, which is an, which oh, is wow. an insane play for a 10 year old to do. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I played uh, Constable Warren when I was 10 and then I played Wally when I was, uh. Like 16 i think i was 16 17 somewhere <laughs> around that age uh yeah and yeah you know, i've i've done a few other plays I've done some shakespeare stuff i feel like that's very common in high school good shakespeare plays i've done three musicals i regret all three of them uh you know it's 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 one of those like gun your head moments where you just gotta do it because mm-hmm. it's like that's the only play happening right now at your school it's like i got an audition for that but uh yeah no, and then the comedy program it really 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 helped me with my improv and everything Um, i learned under under kirsten eggers i don't know if you've taken a class with her um but she she is super good uh she was she was in the groundlings i believe or she went through the groundlings academy something like that so really really good uh so yeah that's kind of my experience in a nutshell
0: what's probably the most out there character you play like the farthest from you.
1: That's a good question. man. Yeah, I like, don't even have
0: these ones written down. They just wow these off. are some these
1: <laughs> are some Joe Rogan questions right here. You're really really diving in all right. Who's who's that guy who asked the amazing questions on hot ones? Oh Sean. Isn't it Sean something? Something like that. I don't know. Well anyways uh yeah that's I'm stalling a little bit to try and think but oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> You know, I would say it was really awkward um, during one of our exercises, actually in class. I would say playing Anthony Griffith was really weird oh. for one of our exercises, because I don't think I don't think I'm anything like him. Um, we we from, both played
0: Anthony Griffith.
1: Actually, did you play Anthony Griffith too? I did. Oh my god! Yeah, in I in class. I never expected that to to be a thing that's happened to me. I also um I auditioned. I ended up not taking the part because I ended up doing Trojan Vision instead. Uh, but I auditioned for like an MFA uh, MFA film thing. You know, they do those scenes all the time and they uh, post in the in the SCA casting mm-hmm. where they go to Robert Zemeckis and they film it all and everything. So I auditioned for that. It was a scene remake um, from the show. Now I forget the name of the show, but it has a character named Titus Andromedon in it. Oh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's that's the show. Okay. And uh, yeah, I got cast as as Titus Andromedon. Um, also, uh, if you search him up afterwards, if you haven't seen the show, I am not like him for for <laughs> pretty much pretty much every single every single thing is. Yeah, I I don't know how I got cast for either of those roles. Um, there's yeah, there's been some other stuff. Um, Oliver and As You Like It. Oh which wow! Is, Hold which on. Is actual play. Um, yeah, no, that was really interesting because that was the first antagonist that I played, and then I realized that I actually like playing antagonists. Uh, yeah, no, that was it was something because uh, the the other lead or or the lead who played uh, or, Orlando that's that's the name of the lead uh, and as really you like it, and he was he was a really good friend of mine, and that was his first play that it, that he'd ever done he was a wrestler so yeah and uh yeah it was just really fun uh doing that with him but it was it was definitely a new experience for me because I've never played I had never before played someone you know who was mean (laughs) and (laughs) and Oliver for for half the play very interesting character arc for half the play he's the meanest guy in the world and the other half he's like the nicest like lover boy like it's really weird and it's a fast character arc it's like one to the other there's no like in between there's like one scene but uh yeah and then I I don't know I kind of caught the bug I like playing the antagonist because I don't know it's 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 fun I think I think everyone like wants to be the bad guy at some point in their life you know Mm -hmm. think about think about how cool the Sith Lords are compared to like the freaking jedi you know like i i would totally want to be like darth vader over that freaking guy on the jedi council that has the super long neck and sways back and forth or like the <laughs> dinosaur that gets freaking killed instantly by jango fett like you know i would de- yeah. i'd definitely rather be darth vader and i'm i don't know i kind of i went over the top of that because obviously there's cool ones like mace windu and, and yoda who would be cool to play and obi-wan of course but uh yeah i don't know i think Think uh playing the ta- antagonist isn't for everyone. Uh it that it means. is hard for a lot of people to be legit just a terrible human being. Uh but yeah. you know, I find it comes quite naturally. <laughs> so uh yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's good. So
0: in DKs, and I just fucking spent a whole podcast talking about this with Alyssa, but with my character in that it was interesting because he wasn't fully the antagonist. You know, he's obviously the protagonist on the posters and everything like he kind of walked that line because he he does some shit that makes kind of go oh what the fuck you know like um shoots some girl in the face who he literally just meets shanks like a teenage kid to death there's all this shit so uh, it's a lot of fun i feel i i did a short with the trojan stunt team and it actually never came out um because like the editor i don't know something about the editing and they actually asked me if I wanted to do it. So it'll, it'll come out when I get around to it. Um, but I had a minor part where I played like the, just this, this the goon, like some other guy. And I talked like a Southern accent, had a crowbar. And I got to grab Zoe Mihal like, by the hair and like yank her around and shit. So being something about being an antagonist, it's like freeing. Because you don't yeah. like, oh, have to be all, you know, I have to be all somehow. You do whatever the fuck you want, you know.
1: That's true. And it's like, you know, it doesn't mean that you're like a, a hidden psychopath or something. It doesn't mean like any of that. It's the same people that like, you know, every once in a while when you're playing Skyrim, you just got a quick save real quick and uh, kill Nazim and then you're good to go. Oh, and yeah, you, yeah. you go back to what you're doing. And you know? that's a that might have been way too specific of a reference for uh, I don't know. I don't know what your listener base is, but I, de- I definitely feel like might go over a couple of heads, but yeah. I think both of us can relate adequately uh, to that.
0: Definitely, or like, save in Red Dead Redemption two, and then just go mow down a town. Yeah, but, you know,
1: it's the old west. Like, like, you know, what are you supposed to do? You know, that's, know. <laughs> that's like half the fun of the game. That's that's literally like the premise of GTA. Is just like steal a car, shoot someone, repeat. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what it is, and it's fun. It's good literally
0: named grand theft auto i don't know what they what people expect from that game
1: yeah that's Um, true i i don't get like all those parents that are like ah this game is evil and stuff like that it's like i don't know i've i've read a lot of studies and there's nothing to confirm that playing a violent video game and doing weird stuff in violent video games is going to make you like a terrible human being in real mm -hmm. life the reality of the situation is terrible people are terrible people and it's not games that make them terrible you know mm-hmm. so uh yeah i'm all for just messing around in gta or something like that because i know i'm not gonna freaking go out in real life and freaking like drive a car the opposite side of the freeway oh, yeah. at 110 miles mm-hmm. an hour you know
0: and it's like even like and i've never played it personally but i see my sister do all the time like you like the sims games you do some shit in that
1: yeah, you can like can't you like drown people and stuff? <laughs> yeah,
0: we used to be able to. You could throw them in the pool and then take out the ladder and they drown. But they they fixed that. and They could hop out of the pool without a ladder now. So now it's kind of forcing people to find new creative avenues.
1: Right. I'm I'm sure someone made a mod for it too, where you can still drown people in the in the pool. I'm sure that's that's a thing. It's got to be.
0: I think my sister did a thing where like she built a house with all these people in it. And it was almost like a weird social experiment And she built this house and then she took out all the doors, and there's like no food or anything in there. She kind of just watched and saw what happened.
1: Yeah. And so yeah, you yeah. can
0: find ways to do shit like that in just any game, really.
1: Yeah, you know, I've I've played Sims probably for around 15 minutes uh in total. And uh the reason why I stopped playing it was because I, I created my character and the whole point of Sims. Is to live like an interesting life because yours is mundane. I feel like that's a, that's for a lot of people what it is. That's what appealed to me. So I um I I loaded up the game and I was really excited. I pretty much just made a carbon copy of myself. But you see the thing is um you know in real life if I ask a woman out she's gonna reject me. That's just that's the common that's 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 that's, that's what I've noticed. So I was like you know what if I do it in Sims. Then, you know, maybe maybe my character will be a player. And uh, lo and behold, the, the first uh, sim that I asked out just completely rejected me. <laughs> and that's how I knew there's some element of realism in that game. I mean, they had to profile me and they were like, we know what this kid's trying to do. And they screwed oh, me over. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how much it sucks to be rejected in a virtual game? It's terrible. Oh, shit. I... <laughs>
0: yeah i guess i felt that um i don't know where to transition from that it's fucking funny <laughs> my my sister like recreated our house in the stands i don't think she did a good job of like creating us all because there's shit going on where it's like i'll be talking to like my youngest sister I can never do that yeah what the fuck? <laughs> um but i guess we can almost start transitioning into Um, the show we're working on together,
1: we probably should, yeah, yeah. that would be about (laughs) half an
0: hour in or something. Um, so you play Royce Evans on the Hayden Harvey show, yes, and audiences got their first look at you in the Zoom teaser. So, I guess, what were your initial thoughts on this show and I guess your character? Um, and I, and I, I know. There's some interesting casting stories with you, and I wanted to get into that later.
1: Right, right. Well, without like your,
0: your current character.
1: Yeah. Well, without. What do we know about the show? Can we can we reiterate what we know um, about the show so that I. Uh... Well,
0: it's a college show, and you absolutely not know all of Hayden Harvey. You got this kind of core group of friends, and for whatever reason, they're being targeted by the huntress. Hmm. So the shenanigans begin.
1: Right, right. So yeah, my, my initial thoughts on that, well, actually, that's a perfect transition from from the Sims story to this was that, oh, I, w- I was casted perfectly. <laughs> I an I'm a socially awkward guy who gets rejected. That's perfect. I you know, you did such a great job at it. And the fact that you've you had only known me, you know, from a class, I would say to be able to pick that out in a crowd is is very impressive. I know some shows that would love to hire you to cast people. Oh. Uh, I, I think you'd do a great job. Uh,
0: well, I guess I guess we could jump into it now. That Royce wasn't your initial part.
1: It wasn't, no. I was, uh, I'm forgetting the name. I was supposed to play a guy named Carter? That-
0: Carter, he's like a antagonistic kind of like bully yeah. character. And I'll kind of avoid too many details on this guy yeah but that's who you read for initially
1: right right
0: and it's like i remember even during audition i was like I was like i this guy i think you captured that you captured the essence and everything of this character but it was just like your look i was like are people gonna be intimidated by you <laughs> and i was like oh i'll have to roll with it and then um there was someone else in the part of royce who actually funny enough is almost like exactly like you yeah and, he had to drop out because he is a um, Bachelor of Fine Arts and acting, so his schedule is, like, insane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe we don't really have time for anything, so like, oh, shit, Royce is, like, one of the main characters. I need to hurry up and get this recasted, and everything's kind like, of scouring. I was like, wait, Jonathan might be good for this. So then we did another audition about an hour before the official first Hayden Harvey meeting
1: yeah yeah that's, that's exactly what happened and i remember i think i think the first audition to audition for carter was i don't know why you asked me to do it but i'm assuming it's because during that same day i was reading um a scene from othello i was reading iago in class. right yeah yeah unless you just were randomly like ah, i need somebody and you just like <laughs> you just went to me but you know i like to i like to think that uh that you know, you're always you're always auditioning. You know, it's it's a good point about that. Um, even during class, you know, especially at a school like USC where there's so many talented people um, that are always looking to do projects. I think, I think that definitely goes to show that even if you're doing a read through of something in class, you know, even if any time you're reading something or performing something, you are auditioning in some sense maybe not in the moment but for the future something like that so i think it's definitely important to hold on to but yeah i was um i was i was definitely flattered to uh to to get that it was it it came out of the blue which was really nice um you know those are those are the best you know where you you don't actually have to um you know actively seek out stuff yourself it's always nice when something comes your way you know because i feel like a lot of the times as an actor you really got to you gotta, you gotta search for like hundreds of things, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was really nice. It was very serendipitous. So, uh, but I guess you can speak more to that. I don't know if it was um, me playing Iago or what was going on.
0: I think it was, and I feel like, and this just kind of going back to your comment about being able to pick people out. It was, I think your overall just vibe just matched Royce so much. I'm kind of like yeah. the, what I was going for the character with the character. And I was like, Carter's not a huge part. I'll see if he wants to do this one instead. And also this is really funny too. Um there was also someone else initially cast as Carter. Um was Nathan Moon.
1: He okay. also had that
0: part. But then I had lost another actor for a part that hasn't really fully been disclosed yet. So I won't go into too many details about it. But so I was like, shit, then, again, it was this voice of drink, where this part is more important than Carter. And so I asked Nathan if he'd be interested in reading for this other part, because and I almost felt not bad, but I was like, oh, when I auditioned him for Carter, because he was so fucking excited. And he, like, texted me, yeah, man, I told my mom about this, and she's so hyped. I was like, damn, you're in, like, three episodes. And now with his new part, he's in it a lot more. And so um and he also like you he matches that part so well because yeah. i've actually already filmed stuff with him in that part and um the huntress spinoff. yeah so mm-hmm. we, i think we filmed with him for like a day or two and i was like oh yeah i made the right call here and not to like jack myself off or anything but all the casting we've done so far has been great it's like there hasn't been one person where i was like i don't know like everyone's been killing it in their respective parts
1: yeah you know i think that's that really just speaks volume to the, to the level of professionalism and, or, and, or talent, or not, and, or, and talent that we, uh, we have. <laughs> I have a habit of saying, and, or with everything. And I don't know why it's professionalism and talent, but that's, yeah, it's, it's on full scale at USC. And, you know, there's so many people that can play a, a wide variety of parts that it always it always impresses me when I'm, when I'm in class or I see someone in performance and they're just playing a character that's completely different than other characters. I've seen them play completely different from who they are and they're so convincing with it. It's, it's really something. So I'm hoping to see that a lot with, uh, with Hayden Harvey as well. I, you know, I think there's definitely room for that. I think there's also room to, to make fun of our typecasts a little bit. You know, there definitely is some of that, some yeah. of that going on. So uh, it's, yeah, I'm. I'm very excited for the experience. I, I keep saying I'm very excited because I don't know what to spoil or what not to. Yeah, but I, uh, um, I can say, um, though, that you know, season one of of me is uh, it's it's very, um, yeah. I, I'd say the one the one thing that <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. Um, well, I would say. I
0: think we could. You could basically talk about almost anything except the big thing. Okay, yeah. That happens towards the end. So yeah. Everything else is pretty fair game.
1: Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say my personality is just like, you know, it's like, I I said that it was very similar to to me. And I think that is true to a certain degree because, you know, everybody has different, you know, personas that you put on depending on who you're around. And I think I think part of an actor's job is to link those personas to characters. So I think there is, you know, a part of me that is socially awkward, that is a little innocent, you know, whatever, definitely a nerd, all right, I'm guilty of that, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I think it's, I think it's, I think that's the challenge, is linking that persona, and taking that persona, and elevating it among other aspects of yourself, you know, I think that's, uh, it's definitely what I'm working on, uh, for season one, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to, to work with the people, too, because, uh, yeah, no, they just all seem really nice. So yeah, that's good, you know, not showing up and like everybody's mean, that's that's always a good yeah. start, so uh, yeah.
0: And a lot of the cast members were, and this wasn't even really on purpose because I think over half of them had been cast prior, but a lot of the cast members were in our acting class during the second semester of, or the spring semester of 2020.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's nice because you already kind of know them Mm -hmm. and you, it's, it's important to know what makes an actor tick or what they tend to do with their characters, because then you can play off of that. And if you understand where they're going to come from, where you think you understand where you're going to come from, that also helps with your prep as well. Um, Yeah. And just one thing I've noticed is that, you know, so many people in SDA are really like, are really humble, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I haven't met, I, you know, I've met a couple people that that, are, that aren't, <laughs> so not in this cast, but, you know, definitely, uh, definitely have. And, but I just, I always think to myself, like, I compare it with with my high school experience. And it was such like a, I don't know about you, but it was such like a club to, to be in, you know, like, and everybody yeah. was like really pretentious about it. And it's nice that that isn't the case here um because i think honestly being like snooty about acting and everything it really it makes you a worse actor i think because yeah you, you're worried less about you know actually acting and more about how you appear to other people and i think it's i think that's a completely absurd thing
0: because mm-hmm.
1: i feel like at its
0: core acting is like it's just having fun and playing pretend you know yeah it's kind of weird to take i mean obviously take it seriously but when it's like you're being an asshole about it. It's like, What are you doing? Yeah. Like yeah, I've met people like that. at Our university. It's like mm, I don't want to be around you. You know.
1: Yeah, and I found when when everybody is is like super like chill about it, you end up you end up finding so many new things in the script that you can play with. You know, as as opposed to completely being like strict and like my way is like the best way you know Mm. with my character instead like being open minded to other ideas that people have um can really can really help because I think you know one problem that I've always noticed um is that a lot of people will look at their lines and have a clear idea of what they're gonna do before they even step into the room and start acting with the other people and it's and the the thing the thing that that's confusing about that is that like 90% of the time that you're acting you're not even speaking you're listening to other people so acting is really about responding so if you go in with a clear idea of what you're going to do you might end up looking a little silly because <laughs> like because mm-hmm. you'll be on a completely different wavelength um than than everybody else yeah i
0: in kind of going back to the casting process that was definitely an element when I was kind of scouting out because I did not want anyone that was going to be hard to work with. Yeah. And because I I know that would just kind of bring down the overall vibe on set and everything. Someone just being really difficult. And so I kind of made sure I got along with everyone before I kind of um hit the button. And I it was I there was one person I auditioned and I and I just that was they they did good. Like they did a damn good performance, but they were just kind of hard to talk with and all that. So I was like, they didn't get it just off of that solely.
1: Oh, Brandon's dropping the T in the podcast. All right. I, I am. see what it is.
0: Um so yeah, it's interesting. Like everyone is great, honestly. I think like I've said this many times on this show, on this podcast. But like um, the Zoom, I think the Zoom teaser was great because it really showcased everyone's abilities and also introduced you to the characters. And I've forgotten a lot of people saying that these standouts were you and Grant, who isn't even an actor, which I think is really funny.
1: <laughs> just- you know, oftentimes, you know, the, those can be the best best for certain roles, mm-hmm. you know, because I think actors do, uh, like, you know, like I said, they tend to take their jobs a little too seriously sometimes. So, uh, Yeah always it's always good to have to have a person who's just like yeah I don't care I'll just yeah. I'll just do exactly <laughs> I'll just do exactly you know what what's you know what what I feel like my character needs in the moment and yeah no he did he did a really good job if you would have told me that that he's that he's uh that he's an actor I would have believed you because like you know he, he seems very comfortable with it and everything but uh yeah no the uh the zoom teaser, zoom teaser was something I, I wasn't sure at all what to expect from it uh yeah but it was i i did watch the um i watched the little the little animation that you did at the at the start too with the with the with the loading and everything i thought that was pretty sick i don't know i don't know how you do something like that but is that like stock did you make it
0: Uh, a lot of it was stock and kind of just throwing it all together making it look cool yeah um because i i knew i didn't want to just hey it was a zoom call you know I wanted to make it interesting. I wanted to establish that the Hunter's character was coming after them. And there are so many Easter eggs in that video, both kind of in the conversation and in, in the editing itself. Like I know there, there's some little hidden things in there and they're like really hard to find and I made them hard to find. There's like some stuff that is up for like maybe like a millisecond it has gone.
1: Interesting,
0: um, nice. So that, that was fun to edit and, and I, again, I talked with, with Thomas and Liz about this, but that was all improv and we went for about 17 minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was something. And I think that was the first time a lot of us were even in character together anyways, mm-hmm. which made it even more of a daunting task <laughs> because we actually, you know, we've done a table read, but besides yeah. that, that was kind of the first time where we were actually like interacting with each other Mm -hmm. um yeah i think it i think it went pretty darn well it did um
0: yeah editing it down to nine minutes was very difficult
1: right Um, yeah i noticed there was some more raunchy material that that didn't quite make it in
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i left in the last joke though because i thought it was funny especially coming from royce
1: yeah you know royce is one of those (laughs) characters where it's like I feel like like 95% of the time, you know, he's he's a very submissive dude. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to get involved with anything, but you know, Mm. there, the reason why I said that was because there's one line in the script where I kind of do a a little quip, you know, right back to, uh, what's the name? of what's the name of that character? Could you, is it Ryan's character? Yes. Zach. Zach. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's like you said, Ryan and Zach are like oh. two very similar names, so it's a, yeah, yeah, but there's one quip that I do in the script, so I figured that would, that would fit with the character.
0: And totally, and I feel like he's almost, and we, uh, we will not see this element show up in the show, but I feel like he's almost ballsier because it's just over a screen, and they're not in person or anything, so he do not have to worry about Zach kicking his ass.
1: That's true, That's that's also very true. You know, I also, I i do feel like that Royce is, well, I, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious that Royce is definitely a little bit smarter than, than Zach as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say, I'd say probably the entire <laughs> cast, maybe even Grant's character. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, I think, I think, you know, Royce's speciality when he does, you know, come back is that he does it in a way that, you know, Ryan's character Zach won't realize it at first. And hopefully that'll give you know, me some time to get away, you know, before, before I get my butt kicked, Um, which is also a very realist. uh, That's, that's something that I'm a, I'm a master of as well. I'm a master of the roast, but as soon as it gets physical, I'm out the door. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I don't, I don't mess around with that, but uh, yeah, no, sometimes, yeah, sometimes that is to a fault though, you know, it's like, I always try and pride myself on, on honesty, but every once in a while, you know, like, Sometimes honesty you just need to put to the side and be like, Yeah, just leave it there, you know. Yeah.
0: So, I've I've learned that. There's some things I um, choose not to hold my tongue on I'm like, oh maybe, maybe I should have. Yeah. Um one another line that I really liked of yours was the um when we were talking about favorite colors and mm. Zach says lavender, and you come back with like, well, most guys you typically have a feminine <laughs> side. I thought that was fucking hilarious.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was like another one where it's kind of like, you know, I I was trying to. It was obviously like a roast, but I tried to position it like an actual like inquis- inquisition or something. Mm-hmm. Inquisition. That sounds right. like the freaking like Spanish <laughs> Spanish Inquisition. Uh, you know, it's a question. You know, like it, yeah. I tried to pose it like it was an actual question, hopefully, but he uh, did catch on to that one, yeah. so I had to uh, had to reel it back a bit. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, no, that's uh yeah, no, it it's it was fun. The, the Zoom call was very fun cuz it was like I said it was the first time where we got to really mess around with like chemistry and everything and chemistry is is something that just needs to be worked on mm-hmm. for a very long time. You know, if you watch any good sitcom, you know, going from like season 1 to like, you know, there's noticeable differences and how the cast interacts with each other. It, it visibly looks like they're having fun when they start working and working and working and they're constantly yeah. together. So yeah, it's also something that I definitely hope, you know, because this is my first like series, I guess. So it's, yeah. uh, yeah, it is. It is my first series. <laughs> so it's, um, it's, yeah, I have a lot of, um, a lot of hopes. I don't, I don't know what the future holds, but I'm, I'm excited to get to yeah. work once, uh, uh once whenever that opens up and i feel like
0: um with a cast and everything it can almost go two ways towards the the as the series progresses, where they gotta be closer together we just fucking
1: hate each other right
0: right and i'm hoping we don't hit that Um, by the time season three rolls around i was like oh all right let's get to work
1: i don't think we will (laughs) i think we're going to be so excited to get to work yeah like dude this whole semester online thing i don't know about you i i personally don't even like doing theater in the first place i want to do like film and screen and yeah you know stuff like that that's why i decided to do trojan vision over like plays but you know trojan vision wasn't really a thing i think they were casting but i had no idea like am i just going to get on zoom and be like the weather for today or something? <laughs> you know it's it was weird so and of course there was theater stuff but i was just like what am I, what am I realistically going to, going to get from, you know, just being here doing my best. I, it just, I don't know. It didn't yeah. as much, as much as I, I applaud USC for being able to transition to online kind of sort of seamlessly. Yeah, <laughs> kinda, <don't> <laughs> you know, they, they've done an okay job. I think they're definitely, they're definitely trying. So nice. that's, that's better than just not trying, I guess. And, you know, it, it is really different with, with professors. Um, I think that's what makes what makes the difference. If a professor knows technology yeah. and knows how to work with technology, it's, it's definitely better. But at the same time, as much as I applaud them for giving it their all, it's just, it's not the same experience. Because not only are classes not in person, but there's, you know, facilities that we can't access. Um, there's... There's stuff that we can't uh, audition for. There's, and most importantly, there's projects that we can't work on that we're really excited mm-hmm. to get to working on. So literally this semester, I've just, you know, I've done the scenes in class and everything, you know but I haven't really done anything. It's, it's very, I don't know, it's very demoralizing. I'd say, you know, my one accomplishment is just trying to wake up every morning and go for a run. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you know <laughs> did you think i was just gonna leave it and try to wake up in the morning because that is also I, an accomplishment I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, i'm very impressed by the, the run addition um yeah but I, I definitely know what you mean. i'm like eager to get to work on like anything at this point and this past weekend we were actually supposed to go film something in like the snowy hills of south dakota but and everything was set like most of the cast was ready to go but and then obviously this is out of anyone's hands, so i can't be like pissy about it or anything um one of our actors was actually uh attacked and kind of and i'm not i won't disclaim who but like and we have to halt filming now for them to heal so Dude, so that's what we, crazy yeah and so we managed to shoot some stuff like we shot a teaser which will be coming out or will have come out Will have had come out by this point by the time this comes out. And so it's, it's just, it's crazy, you know, and I, that was like, I was like so excited like get to work. And then all that happens like, Oh shit. And I don't know if I've, I know, I haven't told you this yet, but I am actually coming out to LA at the end of this month. So maybe if you're down, we could shoot like a Halloween short or something.
1: Heck yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'll be here um, till the 23rd. Okay. So dude, I, I'm literally, if you need someone to just stand in the background as like a, you know, I'll just stand there in costume or something. If you just need like a, I don't, I don't even know. It, literally, if you need anything, if you need a clock, boom, I gotcha. Like, I, I'm so ready to to work on, on anything. And I, I actually, yeah, I, I do envy you a bit because... You know, you're definitely um, in, in a state where I think like in a, in a physical, like, like state as in mm-hmm. Dakota, or North, South Dakota, South, South Dakota. South, Yeah. Yeah. Where I feel like, you know, you have the resources available to go out and film stuff and, you know, you're actually like good with editing and stuff like that. So it's, uh, yeah, I do, I do envy it a little bit. I wish I, it's the only time I wish I lived in South Dakota so I could, <laughs> I could work on some projects because it is, um it's weird it's it's like you'll probably notice it when you come here but it, it feels the the whole like la vibe is like completely off here and i mean like it it feels like dystopian a little bit
0: that's what i've Definitely. heard from everyone yeah
1: yeah don't expect the
0: same energy okay
1: yeah for sure dude if you yeah if, I, if i'm working on something heck yeah like You know how much like pent up energy I had from just sitting in an apartment all day, (laughs) like
0: for sure. And honestly, I don't even know what we would work on. I I literally had this idea yesterday. I was coming home from the hills. I was like, I should shoot something for Halloween. I'm in L.A. That'd be pretty sick. So that that's as far as I've gotten in terms of story. So (laughs) sounds pretty good to me. Something. So
1: (laughs) that's that's better than what I got.
0: Yeah. So I'll 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 keep you updated on that. That could be fun. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, I just because we were this month would have been the first episode of Hayden Harvey. the The day the Zoom right. teacher came out would have been the first episode. When so we'd probably be close to wrapping filming at this point if we're not done already.
1: That's insane. And we were planning on doing like a little preseason thing. Yeah, uh, last zero. semester too. That was that was the biggest rip when they were just like, "Nope, you're not coming back." Oh. I remember yeah, I, uh, that was awful. Yeah, that was, I can't tell. I don't think that was as bad though, as just waiting all summer and then finding out that you're not coming back. I think that was like, cause you know, I mean, in hindsight, it's like, yeah, obviously that was going to happen, but you know, in, in the moment, I mean, you're, you're so hopeful that things are going to turn around. It was right around that time where, we we started like flattening the curve a bit. So we were like, hey, yeah. we're, we're almost done. And then it just went it <laughs> just right up. So it's uh yeah. And I remember I remember getting that email because I, I was told the university told us they were like SDA students were prioritizing you. You're gonna be on campus in person, it's gonna be great. Um, and I remember that email that came out. I remember our group chat started popping off because <laughs> everybody was like, What the heck? And it was, yeah. I I was not feeling it. It yeah. It probably took me a good like week to recover from the from yeah. that news. I mean, it was like, cause, what? Uh, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people might understand this, might not understand this, but like, you know, as an actor, I mean, people understand that you can't take your classes online. It's just it's it's hard to do that. But what people mm-hmm. don't understand is that like is that as opposed to a business student taking it online, if you get the grades as a business student, you'll get hired, you yeah. know, but as an actor, you need experience and stuff like that. <laughs> and I, I felt like, I felt like it was just like experience being taken away from me and there was nothing I could do. And I feel like I need that to get a job and in all our lives, on my future and everything. So it was, it really like tossed everything up in the air for mm, for definitely. some solid time. I was like, should I switch majors? Is it too, (laughs) is it too late for that? I mean, there is, there are so many thoughts going through my mind. I, Mm. I still question why I'm a theater major every day. Uh, But uh, I mean, part of it, you know, I love, there are other parts of it that are like voice class. Like what even is that? Have you taken voice yet? I have not. It's, it's just weird. (laughs) It's like they make you stretch your tongue your uvula your freaking you
0: stretch your uvula
1: <laughs> i you gotta do this thing where you uh man it's it's hard to describe but i'll, I'll demonstrate it uh I'll, okay i'll get some asmr right in here so you kind of have to your tongue has to like go down here and then you have to go like and like your uvula apparently like goes up here <laughs> like it like <laughs> I just realized that none of this is none of my hand signals or anything are being seen on Spotify. But I w- I will give you the ASMR right now. I'll, I'll try it out. <sighs> <laughs> Do you hear Was that? That, that? I heard
0: the <laughs> uvula slap the top of your mouth. That was pretty I great. <laughs> just,
1: yeah, yeah. You got it. You got to have the slap. It sounds a little you know, like that. You know, just, you know, a little. Yeah. And it's a. Uh, am I the first person that's that's done ASMR on here?
0: You are yes.
1: Excellent. I was I was hoping for that. That was my only objective for tonight. Was forever have to that me. title. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be on Twitch later. Uh, <laughs> just gonna just gonna be messing around with my uvula for anybody yep. interested. I got some <laughs> different cameras set up. One is gonna be you know going right in there. It's like you know when you go to the doctor and you see well I I guess not when you go to the doctor every day but like you know when you have like surgery or something they stick that thing down your throat. yeah 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 yeah. It's gonna be going to be a great time what do they even do that for is it for like
0: um i it's i think that might be for um i forget what it's called but it's, it's like your butt could <laughs> be wrong but i don't know
1: <laughs> like so make sure you're, you're good there, yeah it, make region. sure you're you're
0: good like a like right.
1: prostate or something that's something Pro- we have
0: right i think so yeah. i don't know i i once listened to a podcast with a bunch of like forty-year-old guys talking about how they had to get that done because they're old. And I was like, "Oh man, yeah, I don't the, make it there." <laughs> it's the two-finger
1: plunge, isn't it? Is, is that what it is? The the old. I have, I have no idea. Right up there, you can't see this on uh, on Spotify. Either. I'll do a little. There we go. That's that's what it sounds like. Yep. Exactly what it sounds like. It's very aggressive. It's fast-paced. They really just they, <laughs> they just grab it and go. That's what they do. What I heard
0: yep that's that's how the doctors can attest but yep that's it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they don't don't actually feel for anything they just like to do that every once in a while to troll their (laughs) patients you know it's like you think you're going in for a routine checkup
0: and they go all right you're good good on what Mm -hmm. and they leave
1: yeah you ever seen that family guy episode where like peter talks about that Mm -hmm. yeah it's great i'm not going to bring up the full topic of that conversation because uh that might feel a little too much for a podcast, but uh, it, was a, it was a good episode. It was a fun episode. Um,
0: so this is something I thought of when we were in the conversation, but then I forgot about it. But I just remembered. Um, in terms of like, this is the worst transition from prostate exams ever. But. I was gonna say I,
1: I was really excited to see how you're gonna how you're gonna <laughs> tie those two things together. Um,
0: but I feel like, and this is both from. The zoom teaser and the table read we did in in May. I'm very excited to see you and Alyssa's characters interact with each other in the show, because I feel like that is such an interesting dynamic and we kind of got a taste for it in the zoom teaser. But there is one scene in particular I'm thinking about from the show itself where I was fucking losing it like I was had to mute my mic because I was laughing so fucking hard.
1: Was that during the table read? Yes. Okay, I think I remember. <laughs> I think I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Yes,
0: yeah, so I think you guys, in um, your guys' like, relationship throughout the show is going to be one of the more interesting ones to kind of perceive and see where it goes. Um, so can I? Yes, I can. So in, in the show, and again, we get a taste for some Zoom teaser. Royce is interested in Avery, but he's Royce. So it's like... And I guess what what do you think about that dynamic and that relationship?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I guess first of all, it's it's worth mentioning that that when I auditioned for Royce, I was confused as to whether Avery was a guy or not. <laughs> I, I remember the, that the only Averys I I know are are men, so I was very confused about that. there was a line <laughs> where um, where Thomas's character Hayden was like, "Yes." Yes, she is indeed a girl, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what, what type of show is this? I was very confused, but uh, you know, then I then I figured it out. It fits with the character and everything, so that's that's definitely something. But uh, what was your question again? <laughs> now that I'm uh, well, completely. Familiar. Um,
0: how, what was my question? Uh, how um would you describe um Avery and Royce's relationship?
1: It's it's like it's like this the standard rob cob that's that's what i would that's what i would put it as the the standard rom-com uh it's it's like a it's like a meat cute that that happens for the entirety of the first season you know like i I don't know if you know like the whole meat cute thing it's like uh okay all right i didn't know if that was like a term that's like an actual thing i i heard it once I like, explain,
0: <laughs> explain it for people listening. We're like, what the fuck is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so a meet cute is, uh, it's when the characters first meet in a rom-com mm-hmm. that's the thing. And it's usually something a little quirky, you know, Oh, I dropped my groceries. Oh, look at that. Oh, there she is. Something like <laughs> that. I just slap my desk. I'm just slapping everything today. That's what I'm doing. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's what I would describe it as is a meet cute that, that lasts for the whole season. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's it. And, uh, yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting working with Alyssa. I kinda of know her, but also I just kinda of don't at the same time. That's that's, that's that's what I that's what I feel like. I I met her in our in our acting class and we both play soccer. So I think the grand majority of the time that I've actually spent with her is just kicking a ball around before class.
0: I remember you guys like pelted me with one of the shin
1: one point that was probably Alyssa that wasn't me all right Alyssa <laughs> Alyssa is the mean one you know what she told me she's like by the way she's like she seems like a really nice person you know but she told me she was like yeah I'm a dick when I play soccer like I'll like <laughs> kick somebody and then I'll start like talking trash in their ear and I was like oh my god Alyssa <laughs> like I was gonna invite you to our Christian soccer team but I guess uh <laughs> I guess that's not gonna work out but yeah that's uh that's it. And the only other um experience that I've that I've had talking to her, two other things. Um, one, she's told two jokes to me, and I can already tell that her her humor style is like the most aggressive like humor style I've ever witnessed. I don't know if you've noticed this, but like <laughs> dude, like I I don't know how to describe it, but, but her, her like playful reaction to everything is like, Hey, what are you doing? You know, (laughs) like something like that. It's like, she's done that like twice to me and it scared the crap out of me. I didn't know she was serious, but then it turned out she was joking. So yeah, that's something. And then the, the other thing was we, we teched, um, she's a really cool person, by the way, when she listens to this really cool person, really nice. I just did like a weird finger thing. I just realized my hand wasn't in the hole. (laughs) Got the it's got the thumbs sticking up oh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, really cool person. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, she will. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be playing soccer and she'll just freaking take out my ankles and start talking trash about my mom <laughs> and stuff, you know, while I'm on the ground. But uh, anyways, I'm gonna kind of rat her out. Uh, she skipped a lot of play practice when we were uh, when we were teching for a show, she said she got the time off. Yeah, apparently costumes just didn't have to show up like half the time, but yeah, I think there was something more insidious going on there. Ooh, we should have done like a a a, a double podcast thing. That would have been that would have been fun. You know what I'm talking about? If, like I I just described that in the in the dumbest way possible. We should have had Alyssa on here too.
0: Oh well. I was planning on bringing you, Alyssa, and Thomas on during the holiday month of December for a oh, well, Harvey special.
1: I apologize. <laughs> I just completely spoiled that, didn't I? I spoiled no, something I, that I didn't know about.
0: No, <laughs> no I've talked about it in, with Thomas and Alyssa, so it, people know it's coming. Okay. And so now we could all talk shit to each other in person.
1: Yeah. Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be in character? Is it gonna be?
0: No. It's just gonna be like us talking about it and whatever.
1: Okay. Cool. Cool. Cause that's just an observation I made about the aggressive joking style. I wonder if that's actually a thing or if she was actually just going after me. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, but, you know, it definitely scared me. There's been a few times, you know, when it, when people tell jokes, uh, I, I'm i guilty of that too. I, I can tell them with like the most straight face ever. And it's like, sometimes people like get scared and it's like, it's like, what? <laughs> like, I won't even say something like scary. It'll just be like, you know, like an observation about something, but it's obviously a joke. And they're like, you actually think that? It's like, no, I don't actually think that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a problem. But uh, I guess that goes back to the whole, you know, straight face, joke telling, like honesty thing. I, I definitely, you know, like I said, I have it to a fault where I feel like it definitely happened a couple of times in our acting class where like we would do an exercise and I would just be like, this exercise is stupid. (laughs) Like, I think I accidentally (laughs) said that about one of Stevie's like, we did like a destination exercise or something where we all like closed our eyes and we pretended that we were on a hot air balloon.
0: I fell asleep during that.
1: Really, like I felt so bad because we got finished with that and like everybody was crying do you remember that like i do. was that
0: was the hot crying. air balloon one, or was that like the other one because i know it was more we did one, where we, did one where we were like laying on the ground or some shit and then we did another one where we were like in our chairs and with our eyes closed and i know what you mean because after like the one of on the chair everyone i, I opened my eyes okay everyone was fucking losing it
1: yeah that was and... the one yeah and i remembered um everybody was like crying and they're talking about how they like pictured their like, you know, dead, whatever. It's it's like fill in the blank. (laughs) And and I was like, I was like, "I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel anything, you know? And yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting because like, I feel like teachers can react like one of two ways to that. Either they like love you for being honest or they're just like, ah, this kid's a screw off, you know? Like, Mm-hmm. I, but then Stevie went up to me after class, and he was like, "You know, you're an honest guy, and I can respect that." And I was like, "Okay, that went better than most times." <laughs> like, yeah, I I used to get in trouble a lot, especially when I was younger, with just mm. with just saying dumb stuff at the wrong time. <laughs> and it's oh, yeah. like, yeah, I still get in trouble for that. It's fine. Really, um. I you know I found in university. There's there's less people can do about it, you know, like like when you were like when you were like freaking ten, like you could get in trouble for anything, and then you you come home, you're grounded, you 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 go to school and you have to go to the principal's office, you know, there's all that stuff. Here it's like you really have to say something egregious, yeah, to like get in trouble, because like here you can in SDA you can say most inappropriate things, you know, like (laughs) it's just you have to be mindful, but you could be pretty Mm -hmm. inappropriate. As long as I I realize that people are completely fine. If you're a major jerk, as long as you're punching up, that's the thing. You always got to punch up. So, uh, yeah, I just, I pretend that I am, you know, I I pretend that I am oppressed in some way and that I'm like, ah, screw the system. (laughs) Even though I'm at like, you know, a a, a nice university attending, Mm -hmm. you know, a class that many people want to be in, you know, I'm just like, ah, screw it. You know? And yeah. uh, it works. It works. Mm-hmm. Mental games or something. I don't know. I don't think that's the that's the I, term at all. I, but uh that,
0: that's what it is now. We're changing yeah. it. Mental games.
1: Yeah, that sounds uh. like a like a kids show. You know, where they'd where they'd bring him on camera, mm-hmm. and they would ask him all those like weird. It's like it's like Jeopardy, but all the questions are really easy,
0: and whoever made the title was really fucking lazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like there's the whole thing where like you get slimed if you get the wrong answer or whatever cuz that's oh, yeah. the, that's Nickelodeon's only thing that they have is just freaking throwing green slime at people for some reason. It's such like, a weird. How did they, that uh,
0: I don't know cuz like remember they they would do like their kids choice awards or whatever and the winner would get their little little like Nickelodeon blimp and then they'd, yeah. they'd get slimed. You know, how pissed I would be.
1: Yeah. I don't know if as an actor, like if I was a serious, like hardworking actor, I don't know if I'd be offended if the only thing I was nominated for was a kid's choice <laughs> award or not, you know? <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know if that's like a cool thing to get or if that's like something where it's like, you show it to your Oscar friends and they're just like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of scared for the, for the future. Good thing I'll probably never win any awards, but uh, you know, if I get to that point. <laughs> it'll be a, yeah. what do you mean, what do you nod in your head yeah yes jonathan you're uh you're terrible but uh no, i mean no, like I'm, I, I'm, I, I fuck i relate what do you mean yeah yeah exactly that's the sda mindset right there <laughs> that's a you know i'm, I'm really here to become uh to become a waiter that's a that's my journey oh, yeah. mm-hmm. i heard that's the path it's through the theater school <laughs> right to the bar
0: yes um i think a lot of this is just talking about acting which i'm here for um, well, yeah, because, back
1: to the topic at hand. Uh, no, I mean, sure. I was gonna start
0: talking more about it. Yeah, it was um, acting. And I talked about this with Thomas. And I, I, when I was editing that podcast, we were talking about something, and then I completely transitioned into what I'm about to talk about, because I was gonna make a point at the end, but then I, I forgot. <laughs> and it just seemed like I just steered the conversation like to my something that happened to me, and then just that didn't really have anything to do with what we were talking about. But this time, I'm gonna finish it so acting almost got ruined for me first semester because and stevie talked about this in our acting class about how when you add like too much like all these rules and boundaries and everything it kind of ruins it and i know one of our classmates talked about how she really loved to write when she was a kid and she would just go off but as soon as someone told her about how like adding periods and capitals on and she stopped writing and so my first semester of acting my professor who was like one of those if you fuck off he's you know he's gonna be all somehow about it he doesn't respect honesty or anything and he was just throwing so much at me and we clashed so much in that class where i was just like man fuck this am i in the wrong major you know and that kind of prompted my what is going on in my current major change um well then i got to stevie's and it kind of relit that i was like oh this is fucking sick but I but even with that, I still feel like with acting, it's hard to teach it in a class, even more so online. So I didn't take any online. Yeah. And so I feel like you learn the most from actually doing it and getting proper experience, which was definitely one of the reasons why I wanted to start the Hayden Harvey show is so we could all get some experience and do something on on the side besides SDA's curriculum and all the, the shows and everything that we could have something that we can call our own and get get better because of it.
1: Hmm. Was that was that intro to acting? Was that what it was? It was, yeah. I also I had a difficult transition, definitely. Um it's 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 kind of what I was talking about at the start of this podcast, but they pretty much tell you as soon as you start taking that class, realism is the way that's that's the only way um which i personally i've i've learned to love you know it's something that i that i struggle with you know a lot especially when i was when i was starting out last year i remember it it was it was bad because like the first like three or four performances that i did in that class you know whether it was just little stuff or whether it was an actual monologue or something it was all like the the teacher was just like jonathan you're just not getting it you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and it and you know to a certain extent um i was flustered by it because you know it it definitely actors ha- do have egos that's that's a thing um you know Part part of being an actor is you have to learn to to learn to set it aside, and that's what I tried to do. But yeah, I can definitely feel you on that. It's it's hard, but with me, I I was I was fortunate enough. I I liked the teacher, so it was a little it was a little better for me. I can understand if you didn't like the teacher and then they're also <laughs> telling you this stuff. That'd be a whole a whole other thing, a whole different thing for mine. But eventually, I learned. You know, at least with my teacher, he was there to 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 you know help me become better yeah and I think I think I definitely did towards the end of that but yeah it was it was jarring like because in high school you can kind of skate along with whatever character you want you know no one's gonna really judge you no one's yeah no one's gonna critique you but as soon as you get here it's like it's like, boom, my objective is to make you cry and make you talk about, you know, Like some teachers, honestly, like they want to they want to get there. But uh, yeah, it was refreshing to take Stevie's class. Um, Stevie Johnson, by the way, uh, the legend himself, putting the full name in there. Yeah, uh, I'm going to yeah. get him on this
0: podcast eventually. Just <laughs> yeah,
1: he would be really interesting yo, to talk to. That would be
0: a very yo, emailing him right now. Just kidding.
1: you should he he would definitely do it for sure yeah yeah he'd be he'd be very interesting but uh yeah i know it it is like you said it's so important to just remember that to play you know most most of the time that's that's what it is it's 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 playing because in those times that you're playing you're most in character you're discovering new things and that's what you're supposed to be doing so it's yeah it's important not to look at stuff too analytical or else you'll just you'll lose the character completely Mm -hmm. um
0: so kind of kind of roping back around to the working on projects on our own and everything um you have been cast as the lead in the beast within show which is a show that's surrounded in a lot of secrecy right now we haven't really um, um disclosed much about it besides the fact that it's it's happening and you being announced as the lead is the most we've talked we've said about it since its announcement back in January of this year. And so I guess being as non-spoilery as possible, like, what are your thoughts on this show, this new show?
1: Yeah, so kind of like I said earlier in the episode, I am honored to be part of Hayden Harvey um, as a web series. It's, it's the first series that I'm gonna be a part of and I'm, I'm super excited to, to get started with it. And it's kind of the same thing uh, with, with The Beast Within. You know, I never thought I was gonna be in a series this early on. Um, and I definitely never thought I was gonna be a lead in, the, in another series, um, you know, this early on in the, in the process of, of discovering myself as an actor. It's gonna be a challenge, uh, a lot of lines to memorize, but, uh, you know, the the important thing about, you know, being an actor um, especially nowadays, especially nowadays is everything's going to be challenging for you. Um, you know, and you just gotta, you gotta be thankful, uh, for, for what you've been, for what you've been given. And I definitely am. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to to doing it and putting a hundred percent into both projects.
0: Cause the, I, there's almost a huge, I almost, I guess there is a kind of a huge departure between these two characters that you will be playing uh, because Roy's always, these a very innocent, like goofy guy and the beast within that character it's again, avoiding spoilers, but that show is very much the roots of it kind of deal with PTSD and trauma and both like childhood trauma and then current and all that stuff and kind of what kind of happens to an individual who's been through so much shit when they're alone and yeah, all that, so it's yeah. gonna, it's a very different turn from who you will be put, portraying in Hayden Harvey. So I think it's gonna be very interesting to see for you. And then how how do you think you're gonna approach that particular
1: one? You know, that's a good question. Uh, so they are two different characters and uh, pretty much the, the way that I'm gonna approach it is the way that I try to approach a lot of my characters um, kind of regardless of the content, what I, what I've realized is that, you know, it, we've talked about it a lot in class and I think it works really well for me is, uh, the Uta Hagen substitution, uh, exercise, emotional recall, stuff like that. Um, that's really what I channel my, my goal. Um, you know, knowing what I know about that character, I know that I haven't directly experienced what that character has experienced. But also at the same time in my life, I have experienced, you know, times in which I've had elevated stress in which something has happened to me. And I've experienced times like that in which it's in which it's rubbed off on me in the future, towards which, you know, maybe, maybe I'll think about it, you know, two months from from when it happened or something like that. So it's, it's important to, to recognize how you how you react to certain situations and then relate that um, to what your character has experienced. And that's pretty much that's what I'm planning on doing. Um, It's not especially, you know, for for content like that, it's not the most fun process in the world, digging up old memories. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think it's a necessity and I think that's one way to truth. So, uh, yeah, that's that's really what I plan. I'm
0: doing definitely, and like for me, I've kind of had to tackle something similar with my role as Big B and DKs, because we have the reveal in the end that he um had a wife and a son, and they died, and we um shot that scene, and it actually wasn't gonna be um we weren't we weren't gonna show it initially because um honestly, God, when I was writing the script, I just didn't want to do it. I was like, this is a lot, and I would much rather just like play him afterwards and kind of see the shell of the man he is but i kind of knew that i had to put it in so i wrote it put it in and i was like wow this is gonna fucking suck and it did like i had to get in a pretty different headspace for that scene of him having to kill his son then watch his wife die and i don't i don't think i necessarily really used anything to get into that headspace i kind of just got it's got sad you know <laughs> i just kind of spent like an hour or so, kind of getting just listening to sad ass music. No, I lied. I know what I used. Um, so this we filmed this probably a week or two after The Last of Us Part Two came out. And have you played that and or care?
1: I I do not care. So okay. uh, go ahead and spoil. Okay. Well, but I heard it's I heard it's definitely. I heard a lot of things about about yeah, the game.
0: I mean, I didn't like it at first, but it's grown on me since. Um, but the main character from the first game dies very brutally. And I kind of related to him a lot in the first game. And so watching him die really fucked me up. And so that was still fresh in me when we were filming these scenes. So I mostly used that, which was weird. Um, but it, you know, honestly, it's like whatever works with acting, you know? Yeah. And I talked about this with Thomas. But I feel like And I feel like this is also kind of almost a problem with some acting professors and how they're so dead set on you preparing for characters in a very specific way. And I feel like you can't critique the process of art making. You could uh, critique the art itself, but not the process that led to it, you know? Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it's definitely it's going to be interesting for you. That's all I'll say, because that character is very, um, there's a lot going on with that guy. And I think I'm very excited for audience to see that particular project and that side of you with your acting ability and everything.
1: For sure. Yeah. I, uh, I'll definitely have to do a lot of work prior to, to get into that headspace, but it's going to be, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be a learning experience, for sure. That's, that's really how I treat, you know, a a lot of the stuff, everything, you know, is a learning experience. And as long as you're, you're learning during the process, then you will become uh, better and more realistic and more believable. And that's, that's, that's my goal is to, to put, to put my best foot forward. Um, And yeah, I think that's, it's, it's going to be a unique challenge Um, I've definitely never gone that far um, without spoiling anything, of course. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, (laughs) that's, that's, that's what I can say about that. Yep.
0: Um, And hopefully we'll have more to talk about with this project in the future, whenever more details are out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess this is like my final question I have written up, but You are a year older than most of the cast, correct? Yes. And so with Spring and Evelyn being online and us having to delay filming to late 2021. And but yeah, keep that in mind. How do you feel about getting tied to a three-season show that as of right now will be going into 2024, two years after you graduate?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, from what I do know is I'm gonna be in LA for the for the foreseeable future after graduation. And, you know, I'm a person that, you know, commits, you know, and when I make a commitment, I, I do my best to follow through on the commitment. It's, it's something that none of us could have envisioned happening. I know, certainly, I never saw it coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, I actually remember on uh, my my show in sophomore year, uh we we talked about it cuz it was like a news show and everything and it was like celebrity stuff but we would talk about the the coronavirus I don't know if I'm allowed to say that just demonetize you I'm sorry um but uh
0: I haven't heard that um, on so, target I haven't heard that term in a very long time the coronavirus
1: oh yeah I think like that's like a covid now
0: yeah I think yeah. it's a name that kind of died off like the first two months
1: that's true that, because the coronavirus is um there's many coronaviruses out there so mm. I feel like that's why people don't use it uh, because you know cu- coronavirus refers to. I think it's like the specific type of thing. Like there have been mm-hmm. there have been other coronaviruses in the past. Mm-hmm. I think H1N1 was also one as well. Yeah. well anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So COVID nineteen. Uh, yeah. But we we would cover that. Um, we cover that a few times on the show, and I just remember thinking I was like, you know sucks for China. <laughs> and that's what I remember thinking. then <laughs> it uh, turns out, uh, you know, when the first cases started happening, um, it, was, it was weird because I was in LA and I'm from Washington State. Originally, that's where all my family lives. Um, and I remember a lot of people were really worried for me, even though I wasn't really worried because the, Washington State was the first one that got hit. Um, mm-hmm. And it looked really, really bad because it hit all the nursing homes. So it was just, it was something, um, I totally forgot what question you're, you're trying to ask. Oh yeah, about the future. Um, so yeah, it's literally, I couldn't imagine, I never imagined any of that happening, but at the same time, I wanna, I wanna commit, you know, the best I can uh, towards towards filming this, you know? So that's, that's really, that's my response. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think, um
0: um you I, of uh, words you listen i we kind of talked about um this after the zoom teacher because we kind of stayed on the call and bullshit around for a bit about getting daniel radcliffe to a role do you have any fear of that with this show and just being royce because i um i also we me and kind of talked about this and this is literally 100% up in the air Like, nothing has been confirmed, and this won't be a decision that will be made until way later, is the possibility of extending the show past three seasons, if there's, like, demand for it. And so then that raises, like, are you scared of, like, people only being able to perceive you as this one character? No. Cool, moving on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not scared about that. Uh, I think it's way too early and my uh, you know my career technically i don't even i think as a career i have to make money first so i can't even say yeah. career. Mm-hmm. uh so i'd say i'm not worried at, at the moment about being typecast for the rest of my life and if i am i hope i make a ton of money doing it <laughs> uh you know if i yeah if if the show pops off and I, we're at the stage where people can only see me as that person that means we're very very successful yeah so you know I uh, I welcome that with open arms for sure, um, yeah. So actually, yeah, I'd be totally for that.
0: Cool. And so, um, I because I know my my, my room at one point he mentioned me he like man, people are just gonna see you as that guy from the show. Yeah, it's also it's fine you know, like if if you're getting recognized, you're doing something right you know especially in our field. Yeah. Um, I got recognized in a, a gas station here a couple weeks ago which is very interesting like they um they had and um they had seen dk's and it's like oh you were you were in the zombie thing i was like yes yes i was hello <laughs> and so that was like jarring at first I was like holy shit this is a thing that was like but how did she but then we were in the paper mm-hmm. um but it's interesting um, getting um, recognized for your work.
1: And- I look forward to it. I haven't been recognized uh, for <laughs> anything. I was recognized like one time when I when I when I did one of those high school program things, and we had like our comedy performance, and we were like we were rock stars for one <laughs> night after that because like everybody loved it. I had never been like the popular kid before, and it mm-hmm. was so cool that people would like go up to me and be like, Oh my God, you know, (laughs) like it's such like a weird experience because yeah, it just, it was something that I had never experienced before, but uh, yeah, I definitely look forward to that aspect of uh, acting as well. I can't say that fame hasn't crossed my mind Mm -hmm. uh, with anything. So uh, yeah. I got popular
0: in high school because of the show I was doing and people kind of just knew me as the, the film guy, you know? Mm. And so, like, I made, like, homecoming and prom ballots and shit for, like, royalty or whatever. I was like, what the fuck? This is... I'm not used to this shit. Because, like, I don't think I was... And po- popular is such a weird term. But I don't think I was, like, popular until, like, senior year. And I feel like that's almost partly... I only I feel like I only got... Because how it worked at our school is they send out lists of like nearly every fucking person like in the class Mm -hmm. and then to every student and you have to vote on like five and that's how it determines who's on the ballot. And so obviously a lot of freshmen don't know who the fuck like any of the seniors are. And I think like a week before those, those initial lists went out, I had presented something of the school. I don't remember. I just remember I was up in front talking and I showed a video. And I feel like that's how I got on. People are like, hey that's that one fucker who was talking to me. <laughs> Put him on there. But um yeah, it's definitely it's weird and it's something I try not to think about because I think I don't do what I do because yeah, I'm gonna get famous. Like I do what I do because I fucking I love it, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And it's just fun to me, you know? And it's almost therapeutic in a way. Mm. Like this this is kind of roping back to our conversation about kind of going stir crazy. But when online schooling first started like back in March, I was fucking losing it, like completely. And I think it was during one of my classes, where I was like, I need to fucking do something, I don't know. And that's how I decided to create DKs. And so when the news came out that we wouldn't be returning for the fall, it, it hit me, but I didn't think it hit me as hard because I was able to have an outlet like a month prior or so. And so i was like okay and at least i'm still working so it's not as bad but i know what you mean where it's like you're just kind of sitting there so fucking halloween short oh boy
1: for sure <laughs> um, for sure
0: but and oh actually hold on i'll save that for later but um for after this is done but yeah so i'm hoping we can start working on shit sooner rather than later because this is awful and my pick of actors here is very slim and so i'm very much looking forward to be able to work with all you guys and just have fun on set because i because again the, the whole cast is great there's so much potential for success and i think it's it, the series is going to be fucking great do you have any overall thoughts on the series itself
1: yeah i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be awesome like, you know like i said the the one thing that i look forward to most is just learning and taking in as much as I can, you know? Because everybody's gonna be learning during this during this uh, process. And it's gonna be fun to see how it progresses, you know, in terms, you know, it, it's it's always interesting to see with, with series, you know, how they start versus how they finish. And it's gonna be, you know, hopefully we can really um, take everything that, that we've learned you know, in in class, you know, with with editing or whatever, and and really create something uh special for people to see. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be so fucking sick. Um, I'm just bummed out. We would have been finishing right now. I know. Uh COVID. Um before we wrap up, do you and I prompt this to everyone. Do you have any questions for me? So I've been throwing questions at you this entire time.
1: That's good. Now I have to think of a question. Uh, so, Brandon, hello. What What was your inspiration for um, for doing the podcast? The podcast.
0: Okay. Well, this is actually kind of funny. So, I have this this mic I'm I'm using, and it's okay. It's decent. Um, but I bought it for voiceover work and everything. So I find I do a lot of that. Like there's one character from a show that um, her, her name's the Falcon Knight, but I provide like the voice when she's like under the, the mask or whenever because she's like a voice modulator. Mm-hmm. So I do that and I do a bunch of other voiceover, like um, pick up my, like I, There's a couple of scenes in like DKs that are completely dubbed over. And so I, that's why I got the mic. And then I, I made a joke on Snapchat or I took a picture. I was like, hey, if I made a podcast, who would listen? And then like in parentheses, I went, I'm not doing a podcast. And like a lot of people were like, yo, I would listen. It's dope as hell. I was like, Oh shit. Is this a possibility? Nah. And then I think I was actually in the middle of a conversation with Alyssa when like it dawned on me. I was like, what if I did a podcast talking to like cast members about shows we're working on and kind of gave like an insider view, I was like, Oh, that'd be sick. And then I knew I was going to do it when I made the logo. Like that simple combo with the cast logo, like, oh, we're doing this. I made a logo. It's official. And so then I think it was a couple of days later when I record the first episode. And I just think it'll be like I said, it'll be fun to get like this insider view and to kind of give um people who are going to be going to be watching us or have watched some of my stuff kind of like um to see the the non-actor side of us and the non-character sides and kind of see like oh these these are people you know
1: yeah there you go
0: so i think it'll be fun to do especially for like um com- people who are like completely different from their characters like in a future episode i'm bringing on them the main antagonist from dk's and in DK's he was such a fucking dick but he's like one of the coolest people ever um because and that's almost because um one of the characters in the boys show we previously mentioned um, homelander such a fucking dick in the show like he's Mm -hmm. awful and then you have like joffrey from game of thrones and everything where people just hate them and so it's almost like wanting to show that there is a difference between the people and then the characters you a little less but you know (laughs) it's fun a little less (laughs) yeah you know
1: at the um, moment, I mean, yeah, but um, yes, yes, oh, of course, of course, Brandon. <laughs> I was gonna spoil something and then I didn't. Oh, so. okay, okay. Nice. There you we go. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> well, if you don't have any more questions for me, I am out. Awesome. Oh, thank fun. you for having me on the show. Yeah, this is this is fun. This is a good conversation. Um, you made me laugh more than everyone else. So you have that. Ah,
1: oh, thank you. <laughs> so you did you.
0: ASMR and you made me laugh. I definitely let out some pity chuckles. Like before, like I think damn, yeah, we're just bodying Alyssa on this podcast. So I know she would say some shit. And I'd be like <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> oh
0: man. Good getting lord. Our asses, getting our asses kicked by Alyssa. That'll be the next podcast. Yep. She her and Thomas are gonna like team up on us when we do
1: the group one. Yeah. That's fine.
0: But anyway, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, Jonathan, for being on the show. And I'll see you later.